You don't know things about stuff and things. So I'm yeah, because you, you never tell me. Michael, I swear, <laughs> I swear to God, I will fucking murder you. I've told you about so many things, and you just do whatever the fuck you want. You don't care what I say. You just fucking ignore me. You piece of fucking <laughs> I'm just going to Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast. This is episode 63, recorded June 18th, 2017. 2017th. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there who is a father. Um, I'm Evan. I'll be your host for this week. With me, as unfortunately usual, the two other guys, Mike and James. How are you guys? Yeah. Hey. Excellent. That's what I thought. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> We're... We're awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being awesome. The most awesome NPCs in my own You're welcome. Fictional reality. You're welcome. You're you're welcome. <laughs> How about that? And you are welcome. <coughs> Did anyone do anything uh interesting this past week? Take over any small countries? Negotiate trade deals, whatnot. Eat a good meal. Maybe mm. none of that. Mm. Do we all have memories that are like fifteen minutes long? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I do. I don't know what the rest of you fucks. I I do have trouble with that. So many years of playing like twenty-minute games in Quake, my memory goes in twenty-minute chunks. You live your life a quarter mile at a time. I would say you like Vin <laughs> Diesel, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see. Um, well, we did see someone we hadn't seen in a while yesterday. Mm. Um, a certain certain person who comes from the great state of Michigan. Ah, okay. How's this person doing? <laughs> okay. Uh, had a barbecue kind of thing. Oh, okay. Nice. So, that was cool. All of these sauces. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was indoor. Oh. She cooked on an indoor electric uh, grill. Was it a foreman grill or just like a flat it top? A, it, was a, uh, it was a foreman, but it was like a standing. It looked like a like like one of those, you know, oh, circular yeah. Webers, but it was a standing foreman. Yeah. It was like, how many people were there? 20? With a two per a two serving foreman grill. No, there was what five people there or something. I don't know six. Yeah, nice little intimate get together. Got to got to try out the Nintendo Switch. Uh huh. That was kind of cool. Feelings. It's pretty cool actually. James and I both played a game of Mario Kart Eight or whatever it's called. The Reckoning. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Reckoning. Yeah. And uh, it was good. 
It was good, actually. I uh, I like it. We played it just with the system sitting on the table mm-hmm. in front of us, and then we each had a controller in our in our grubby little paws, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was cool. <clears throat> then, uh, you know, this person also has some some cats, right? You got a little little pet, little pet and time in some loving. But well, one of the cats is. At least, well, supposedly there's three. I only saw two. One of the two is extremely fat. violent. Oh. Extremely fat. Yeah. <laughs> R- rumor had it it could not leave its back. No, that was the other one. That was the third one we didn't see. That was that, then, that one was trapped upstairs. Yeah. Since apparently, it's, it's, it's like back. That, it's like uh, the fat. It's like um, not Doctor Doolittle, but uh, Eddie Murphy's role in the thing. I'm fatter, a flattered. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a turtle or a bender from Futurama. Oh, if you get yes, out, if yeah. you get perfectly on his back, it's stuck. And apparently, the, the cat has dreadlocks. By choice or by neglect? <laughs> yeah, well, it's a practicing Rastafarian. And... <laughs> yeah, no, there's just a piece of fur back there that the cat can't get at. I guess. Uh And. Apparently, no one has been brushing the cat. So, well, someone else should do it. Well, that that part needs to be like cut off. Yeah, it's all then, matted down. Oh yeah, it's fucking like a solid mass. Knot it up, shave it. James, James, cats James are hilarious. James picked up the cat. How much does the cat weigh? I don't know. Michael, Michael says I was exaggerating, so I'll go with Michael's idea: thirty pounds or so. That's a lot. <laughs> when you touch the thing on its back, it's I plucked it. The the, the <laughs> it was like it's like it's like the like the cat has some kind of natural armor built up, you know? Yeah. It's like a solid it's literally a solid mat. It's disgusting. Like if I had those cats I'd be sha- they'd be shaved fucking bald. It's just like or I'd dip them in nair and hope for the best. <laughs> so don't eat this. Yeah. <laughs> Their, the hairs on their tongue fall off and can't taste anything anymore. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good time. I've never seen a 30-pound cat. <laughs> well, there was one in the news uh, recently, like a 35-pound or 38-pound cat here in the D.C. area. Uh, like the owner uh, turned it in because <clears throat> he was like moving to a nursing home or wherever he was and so couldn't have the cat. So it turned it into the like you know Humane Society or whatever it is in D.C. And they were like, geez, you know, so they have pictures of this cat <laughs> and they try to put the cat on a treadmill or something like they have like cat treadmills. The cat did not look happy. <laughs> they just lay down and get carried by the belt. Like, nope. <laughs> no, I just saw a still picture of it standing there, like looking pissed. You know, uh, <laughs> What is this? This yeah, is not my life. So, but I mean, you can't make the cat exercise. That's fucking stupid. I mean, I mean the cat doesn't know it's exercise. It needs to just like Shannon's cats and this other cat. It needs they to need frolic. To, they need to quit feeding it fucking hot dogs or whatever, and they need <laughs> <Yeah>. to. <laughs> no, they need to. <clears throat> obviously, it's the cat's food. It's eating the wrong thing, or it's getting it's having the wrong reaction to whatever it's eating, or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's being given the most have. <laughs> if you eat seven soft sausages in a day, you're going to swell up from an actually, allergic actually, reaction James, called obesity. Actually, James, well, okay, if you eat seven, maybe. 
But, <laughs> you know, as, as we all know from the whole keto thing. Sorry, if you eat seven and you're a cat. <laughs> Cats are keto? Another I mean, keto that's all protein there. A fucking cat. Cat's all protein. Yeah. It's just meat. Meat and yeah, fat. It's good eating. Just trim that fur and then you got something nice. That's keto. I agree with you, Michael. <laughs> yeah, whatever, James. That's called get domestic game say. meat. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. the, the, the cat's diet is keto. Excuse uh, me. Not the cat. Well, <laughs> not sausages, potato rolls. Potato yeah, chips that, and that's, potato. That's and, what it is. They're feeding the cat potato rolls. You were there. You saw those potato rolls. They were everywhere. Yeah, I know. They're flaunting yeah. them in the cat's face. <laughs> Mike, you don't like potato rolls, do you? He ate like five of them the uh, other day. I ate like two of them. You you changed your plus uh, three. Changed your tune. I mean, it's all that was available, and it was <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, you know, I had it. it was fine. It doesn't matter. You know, I shouldn't have had any. You know, but well, I wish the their cats the best in their perma bulk phase. <laughs> Should we get into yeah. some news? We didn't talk about your your uh Man, I didn't do anything. your situation. My situation. Nah, I didn't do anything. Um the power of the situation. No, I, I oh you wanna see my abs, bro? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh let's see, what did I do? Took a car in and basically got a, an oil change. The car that you've had for like five minutes? Yeah, like six weeks or so, because it's still, it's 2015, so it still thinks it's 2015, so it's like, oh, your two-year maintenance is now, there's 400 miles on the car, but you can take it in for maintenance, like, okay. (laughs) Okay. So, at least I got got it a six-month overhaul. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They did, uh, they did wash it, which was a nice touch, I guess, but, uh, whatever. Slight inconvenience. Um, I don't think I did anything else. No, I didn't do anything else. No meals? No. I had actually... Um, I went to this Chinese restaurant that is almost never open when I want to go. <laughs> and... Uh, Been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have this this uh, fragrant eggplant dish, so they call it. It's like that Chinese purple eggplant cut up and in like a stew with some sliced up pork. Quite delicious. So I had that. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay, news time. First article I put in here is about Amazon. So... They're making a move to buy Whole Foods and get into the retail space. Um, that exact same retail space that they have so they have handedly, their nose at. handedly begun to kill over the past decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already bought they bought Whole Foods this week, right? It's official, isn't it? Well, I think it's pending government and trade approval and shareholder approval stuff like that. Um, but they did. I mean, there's a number, and I'm sure. Papers are signed. It's just waiting a final approval. Um, so what they're trying to do is presumably this will be their their way into like retail stores and brick and mortar shops. Even though I think they're we talked about this a while ago, maybe six months. They're opening like a quick shop kind of Seven Eleven type thing. Amazon 
something I don't remember what it's called. Fresh Amazon no, Fresh. That's that, that might be it, but it might be something else. Okay. Yeah, we 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 talked about it on the show. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what they want to discourage is the very thing that helped them uh, help them thrive, which they call mobile window shopping, which is when you go into a store and say, oh, I wonder what the price is on Amazon. So you pull up the, you know, just do a Google search or whatever, see the online prices, which are usually lower than the brick and mortar shops, obviously, because you got to pay for the store and all the overhead and stuff. So they're like, eh, we don't really want that. We want them to, we want our customers to focus on what's in the store. So if they're on our conveniently provided store Wi-Fi, then we're going to do a couple things. If they search for this product online, we're either going to block competitors' websites or redirect them to one of our websites or have a salesperson come and say, hey, do you need some help with anything? Or text them a coupon to entice them to buy something in the store. So they've apparently patented an algorithm to do this. I didn't know you could patent an algorithm, but I guess why not? That's what software is. Well, and they have software patents, so I, there you go. I agree to disagree. I didn't say it was right. I'm just saying that's this sir what's happening, sir. I agree to disagree. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, well, whatever that means. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> He's a God bless. God bless. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it won't prevent you from shopping around if you're on, you know, Verizon or. Four G or anything like that. Uh, so I don't know how many people it will actually affect. I mean, if you guys go into you don't go to Starbucks or anything, but if you go to a store or anywhere that has like free Wi Fi, do you actually ever connect to it and browse? I don't. Do I? No. Yeah. Okay. Do people? Yes, I think they do. All right. I, I don't because gonna... you know I don't I don't trust anyone. Right. But <laughs> that's the whole coop thing, you know. Right. I wonder if uh if they'll do anything like Barnes and Noble does in Rockville. There's like a Starbucks attached to it. Mhm. So they'll have people like hanging out there all day. Shopping on Amazon, in Amazon, from Amazon Coffee with eating Amazon. Yeah. Yep. While eating Amazon. Yep. All the time, reading those paperback books that were printed on trees from the Amazon. Ah. Ah. There we go. There we go. So I'm impressed with their with their tactics, but uh, it's a bold move, Cotton. We'll see if it pays <laughs> off. It's pretty aggressive. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, when I thought... Well, I'm I'm sorry, Evan. When I saw this hypocritical Amazon link here, I assumed it was about Whole Foods and not <laughs> what it was about. Right. So, <clears throat> I mean, we kind of already talked, but we kind of already talked about it. But the fact that Amazon is buying Whole Foods—I mean, what do you guys think about that? That's fucking. I don't think it's, it's weird. Makes, it's it makes like sense. buying up a competitor. No, it's not weird. It's it's. They want the brick and mortar stores because that's where they know all the millennial douchebags like to go and buy their fucking artisanal artisanal asparagus water, and they they the profit margins on shit like that is very high, and people expect that kind of quality shit 
that that level of stuff from Whole Foods already, and Amazon knows that they can profit on that. They can continue to do more of that stuff because there's a huge bunch of people who buy, you know, they they sell CVS type stuff in in their online stores, but they also sell lots of weird shit like a ten pound bag of specialty almonds and it's a ten pound else. bag of bags. Yeah, or like the uh, 12 ounce bag of ladybugs. I mean, <laughs> they yeah. sell all kinds of weird shit there that, you know, mm-hmm. special weirdos will want to buy. And it's a perfect matching. And it, what they're probably going to do is slowly over the next five or six years renovate all these Whole Foods to match their, that, that store that they built, um, that, that kind of demo store they built that we covered before, where you could just walk out of the store and get rung up. You oh, know, they're true. they're gonna build something similar, you know, a cross blending of of that seven eleven type store and a large grocery store. And it's gonna be I mean, as far as like getting in and out and efficiency, it's gonna be great. Customer service will probably be like, meh, you know, and ex price will probably it might the price might go down a little bit. So I mean it's good for us. It's not good for supermarkets. Right. But it's good for us. I mean, I now I I don't shop at Whole Foods, and now I definitely won't because I don't want fucking Jeff Bezos knowing what I like to eat. Because they're definitely <laughs> going to be like, if you want to shop here, you need a store card. I mean, they, that's going to be mandatory. You won't be able well, to just yeah. go in and buy something. They'll be like, what's your address or what? You know, whatever craziness like that. So, you know. and then you do like uh, like Evan has done for a long time, or one of my buddies at work does uses someone else's phone number to. Uh, Oh yeah, I used your phone number at CVS for years. <laughs> yeah, apparently Evan told me that once. I was like, "Really?" <laughs> yeah, like, all the like, okay. all those points. You're welcome. I think yeah, somebody great. needs to make an an- anonymity service. You know, because I think it's I think this is like proof that we're getting into a place where you know you need to have there has to be an option for Joe Blow consumer to hide their hide his anonymize himself from all these companies. You know, I mean, you, the mafia can get you a new identity. No, but you know what I mean. Like, there's, uh, there's a one of the books I was reading, uh, sci-fi book. The characters had they had a service that they could. I forgot what it was called, but it was basically if something happened and you were involved, they would spread fifteen stories about that event, all with different happenings. One saying you were there. And you, you know, did something even more outlandish. Another one saying that you weren't there and you did something outlandish somewhere else. Another one saying that nobody knew where you were, but you definitely weren't there. And they'd spill all these, basically flood the flood all these potential stories out there to match the other story. So that instead of trying to hide the truth, they would just let the truth fall in with a bunch of garbage. You know, um, obviously that's there's something like that to that level is not necessary, but I they kind of made me think maybe there needs to be a counter, um, a counter road where people can you know you can anonymize yourself a little bit where you can take advantage of some of these new cool things, but maybe you have an identity just for grocery store shopping and just for you know getting cards at stores and things like that. You know, like does CVS really need to know your address? No, does 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 Walmart? No. What about I, Micro Center? They always ask for your address when they when you go in there to buy anything. You know. I mean, no, yeah, you can it. just 
You can do so. I haven't signed up for a store card in some years, and I don't remember if I was ever asked for my license or anything. But you can probably just make something up. Just like pick a local address that's not that store, and uh, say you live there. Make up a name. Make up a phone number. As yeah. long as you don't count on them like texting you coupons or anything. No, true, true, true. But that's pretty funny about that that news story. It's like man passes out after uh after a three day binge versus septuple homicide at local daycare. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> Varying news stories. Oh. You mean our next one? Uh no, but it does play into that quite well, actually. Would you like to Take that away. Sure. So there's a news story here that uh, is kind of interesting. A a girl who is now 20 years old, um, she was put on trial, and it was actually in juvenile court because when the crime occurred, I think she was under 18. Huh. And... <clears throat> She had been texting her boyfriend back and forth and talking about suicide and all this stuff. And she was like, yeah, you should do it. And she basically encouraged him or did not prevent him from committing suicide. I heard about this. And yep. she's actually been found guilty of involuntary, involuntary manslaughter. Uh, I don't agree. I don't either. It's, I mean, maybe we're just like desensitized from spending so much time on the internet with trolls and everything, but she didn't, I mean, she said some stuff, I guess, but she didn't take action to like, she didn't put a gun in his hand as far as I know or anything and pull the trigger. So I put the blame solely on that, solely on the dead person. Yeah, you commit suicide by yourself. You know, um, I, I don't I heard this story and basically from what I heard, like 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 Michael is talking to us about it. You know what I mean? But you if you really want to understand it, you should do your own research, because what I heard about the story was her and her boyfriend were both extremely troubled, extremely fucked up kids. Multiple times he tried to kill himself before this happened. She tried to kill herself. She dealt with obesity and depression and all kinds of stuff. Like she has all kinds of problems. Like she's really like fucked up. And uh she tried to stop him in the past and then that whatever something happened and she was like, Okay, do it if it makes you happy, do it. Just stick to it. Just finish, you know? And I'm not saying she's good for doing that. Like, good on you. <laughs> you guys are getting things done. But I'm just saying, like, you know, He's a grown, I mean, I'm sorry, you know, in America, we're always like, you know, oh, they didn't know better. Oh, you know, give them a break. Oh, it's our fault. It's not their fault. No, that's not how it should work. That's the problem. You don't hold people accountable for their own actions. You know, you're a fucking man. You own that shit. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to make me do anything if this guy's so weak and pathetic that this girl telling him to kill himself made him kill himself. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for it. And I look at it as like fucking 
fucking thinning the herd. I'm sorry. I know that's harsh. I know that's super harsh, but I don't, you know, if you're that weak, I don't say, you know, maybe you're not cut out for what, what's going on in this world. Cause this world is not a fucking nice, friendly place. You know, it's not the world of Sparta, but it is not a nice, friendly place. You know, <laughs> people who fucking are out to step on your throat to get up a little bit higher in this world. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm a fucking bad guy. So what was her sentence? Involuntary manslaughter, you said? But well, that's Yeah, well, that's what she's guilty of. I don't think she's been sentenced yet. Okay. Says, yeah, sentencing is scheduled for August 3rd. Um, well, they hope- say she could get up to 20 years in prison, but that's very unlikely. She won't. So. I hope that uh, whatever judge gets this... Does the, the judge sentences, the jury... Uh, gives well, a guilty well. There was no jury guilty. here anyway. Oh, okay, because it's a juvenile thing. All right. Okay. Well, whatever sentence she does get, I hope it's not the judge's point to like make a statement about cyberbullying, because like that's not that's not your place, dude. Just handle this case. And that's not what it is. It's not a case of cyberbullying. Like, no, I, I know that, but. The the lines can Similar, be pretty though. can be blurred pretty uh, heavily in such in such cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. The whole thing is skeevy as fuck, dude. I hate people commit suicide. Why does this get so much attention? Like we've all heard about this case, but you know, Cause so many ridiculous. others just go. I guess it's crazy. Girl convinces boyfriend to kill himself. Make for a good news himself. story. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's like it's sensational, especially if you see the girl. She looks like a normal, you know. They love it when normal-looking white people do crazy shit. They're like, <gasps> she could have, the, she could, she could live next door to me and play piano with my kids, you know. So thank you, you know James. That, you know, <laughs> that was for you, Michael. You know we were talking about pianos of? last night. <laughs> I saw. I think I was. I love Nine Gag, so I'm on there frequently. I think I saw it on there. Someone was like uh, talking about a mass shooting. Like, ask me how I know the shooter's white. Like, how do you know the shooter's white? Because they haven't talked about his race or religion. I was like, yeah. ha ha. That's no, true. It's true. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing, though. Is it because uh, white people are thing. just fucking everywhere? Or is it because. If you if they don't say anything, you automatically assume the person is white. You know, is it bad on white people or good no, on? No, I think people? it's it's commenting on like uh, white people. What do I want to say? Like the de- the demonization of minorities, like a a Muslim terrorist or a black gunman. Versus a troubled white teen. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Speaking of dark things, yeah. Mike, you want to go on to the next article? <laughs> <clears throat> this and I'm sure everyone's heard about this by now, but so <clears throat> the headline to this story is: Chocolate milk definitely doesn't come from brown cows. But some adults, some adults think otherwise. Adults, that, that, that is what they are. They're adults. 
No, so they, they did a survey and they found that 7% of Americans think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Seven percent people. Seven percent of America equals seventeen point three million people. Please. Now, obviously, they didn't. They didn't survey every single person in America. Right. You know. So. So you're saying there could be more. Or there could be less. They. They. I mean, they did a fair amount of people, but they they did a thousand people. That's it. Okay. So 7% of that, that means 70 of those thousand people said that. How many of those thousand people were in elementary school? Hopefully all of them, (laughs) but we don't know. Okay. So yeah, just kind of funny, maybe troubling. (laughs) It's a bit troubling. Uh, I mean, um, so if they, if they came to this conclusion after doing extensive research then it's troubling if they were like 12 and their parents fucked with them when they were a kid and said that chocolate milk came from brown cows and they never checked i guess that's a different story i read another story somewhere else that said you know a lot of americans maybe when they're younger or <clears throat> they they don't know like they didn't know that uh, a hamburger comes from a cow, right? Because you know? we don't see the process anymore, right? Right. Now, to be honest, for a while there, when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't know what anything came from. You know, that w- none of that was on my mind when I was a kid. I was like, "Oh, this tastes delicious. Can I have more?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, kind of funny, kind of troubling. Yeah. Brown cows. Beautiful things. So, getting back to involuntary manslaughter, what do we got here next, Mike? Oh, you like that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah. Back to the important topics here. So, I thought this was kind of interesting. In uh, Flint, Michigan, I'm sure everyone's heard by now, they're having a water crisis kind of thing where the water's all fucked up. It's full of lead or something. Three years or five yeah, years they've or something been going like strong that. with that for a while. Um, Just gets swept under the carpet. Five officials in, you know, the government in Michigan have been charged with involuntary manslaughter because during the Flint water crisis, uh, 12 people were killed. That's it? That's actually surprisingly low. Yeah, well. We got but, good immune systems, you but, know, but 12, yeah, 12 of them just didn't make it. So, as James would say, those were the weak ones. They were rooted <laughs> out. There's oh, no please. place for them in our society. Oh, come on. Come on. Give me a break here. <laughs> come on. I'm not a monster. Am I a monster? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, James. Are I don't you? think you would have said that about them. <clears throat> no, you're not, you're not much of a monster. No more than the rest of us. Ah, that's true. Yeah, so um basically it was a lot of people in the in the health department of Flint. It should be. We're charged. Um it was state there's... and city officials, including the, the current director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. 
And also Flint used to have an emergency manager. Well, they'd still do, but the guy who used to be in that role, he's been um, charged as well. Okay. So. Now, I have not done a bunch of research on this, but I read a headline on the internet, so I'm an expert. Um, I'm pretty sure that this whole situation is essentially unfixable. Like the Flint will like to fix their in the the plumbing and you know water infrastructure there is impossible. Can't be done. Okay, like you can do it if you shut down the city, tear everything up, and redo the whole thing, but not piece by piece. Why not piece by piece? I don't know. The headline didn't say so. I'll I'll have to look into it, but I'm pretty sure someone was like it. It'll never be. It's unsalvageable. Give up. Yep. Move on. I wonder how many people live in Flint. So they said twelve people died and eighty eighty were sickened. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> glad they went after them. Yeah, it's interesting. I I'm kind of surprised to be honest, but good. Sets a good precedent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm making a note to myself to look up the Flint, Michigan water infrastructure and how to fix it. We'll have a solution next week. Excellent. Thank you, Evan. I think we all look we'll look forward to that. Oh yeah. Solving big problems here. Along with your reading of the uh proposed budget for the year twenty eighteen. I thought you could say with the reading oh. of your tea leaves. So, <laughs> so this I think you guys, I think you guys will think this is funny. Um, in our, and this is like more heartless monster monster shit, I guess. <laughs> um, in our, in the, in the, in one of the forums in the Star Citizen forum, one of the guys in my org, you hate forums. Is I do hate forums, um, but he doesn't. He, I don't know if he, he probably hates forums too, but. There's a chat page, and he's you know it's a recruitment chat. So he so all of us pop in it occasionally just to see if there's anyone looking for organizations to join in there. And there's a guy who's in there pretty regularly. I I assumed it was a guy. Turns out there's a gal who was actually probably a guy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so my friend said to said said he's said in reply to someone else who asked why this guy was this this guy. His name is Anarchist in his in the chat was so upset with my friend and he said my friend said because he's just you know upset that Molly Crew is not as hardcore as he thought it was when he put them on the cover of his videos right <laughs> and everyone laughed and the guy the guy Anarchist said how dare you as- assume my gender Blah blah blah. It goes in. And the guy's like, "Wait, what?" Oh. <laughs> so, so that turned into a whole like multi-day kind of a thing between him and several other people in the forums, where someone came in the chat forum and they were like, "I identify as a spork," and then my friend was like, "I identify as attack hel- as an attack helicopter." <laughs> Don't assume my gender, and it kind of went on from there. And I just thought, man. I was like, okay, I'm not the only one who's totally confused by that whole thing. I mean, that makes me a savage, and I'll never run. I'll never be able to be president because I said that here. But um, schlur or schlim? Yeah, schlur, yeah. schlur or schlee? Um, Shrim. So, anywho, I thought that was funny. Any whore? Yeah. 
Also, I'm going to put in the, my show notes a thing about fidget spinner porn. Wow. Yeah. I can I can imagine a couple rule of Rule 34? Yeah, rule 34 big time in effect in the heezy. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, next thing I'm sure everyone's heard by now, there was a uh, another shooting. Surprise, surprise. Well, shootings every day in this country, but this one was in Alexandria, Virginia, which is just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Washington, D.C., which is not even really that far. More like a hop. And um, so the shooter targeted members of uh, Congress who were participating in a in a practice game of baseball. They're basically doing practicing for a baseball game. You know, a little scrub baseball. Yeah. And uh <laughs> feel the dreams. Yep, got it. And uh I noticed though it's apparently is a Republican congressional baseball practice, which I hadn't hadn't realized until uh today. <laughs> Riddled with phlebitis. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so and notably uh the House Majority Whip, Steve Scalise. I don't know. Is that you say his name? I think so. Um, who's from Louisiana. He was shot, um, among a few others. Um, and so he's had surgery a couple times now, so he's still listed in critical condition. Um, the shooter was shot and killed at the scene. Some nut job who came down. He's like, he's from, you know, from some state, I don't know, like, you know, Indiana or some shit. And he, he apparently he's been he's been estranged from his wife and he's been going on and on about how Congress has been messing things up and this and that and blah blah blah. So he drove down like three hundred miles or something and it's like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> and then he, he stood outside the baseball game saying are there Republicans in there? Yeah. Are there Republicans in there? They're Republicans, right? All right, cool. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know, know. I heard about that. No, that's what that's what he did. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, that's what I, that's what he did. This oh. is like all on a whim. He just kind of was like, "Are there Republicans in there?" Bet. Let's just let's get this in. Wow. Yeah. I He's do a, believe that. Uh, Demi- that Demi- you can go ahead. No, I was say Democrats aren't very good at getting their whole shooter game, active shooter game together. Oh, they got four baseball? years to get it right, though. No, no, no. They got four years to get there, going in violent shooting rampages. Right? He's a guy. Apparently, apparently, a Bernie supporter. Also, uh, don't give us Bernie Bros a bad name, which is very odd. Yeah, Bernie Bros. Yeah, <laughs> the militant branch. <laughs> <laughs> what would that branch be called, Evan? Uh, what would it be called? Well, let's let's give it a name. Oh man. Um... It'd be like uh, slash and burn. Ooh, slash <laughs> oh. and burn or something like that. Slash and burn. I like that. <laughs> Atta- attacking with machetes and samurai swords. There you go. What they bought on and, Amazon. And claymores. Yeah. Yeah. Slash and burn. I like that. The I do believe uh, this this gentleman's condition has been uh, downgraded to serious. Instead or upgraded, I don't know what it is. He's he's out of critical condition into serious condition. 
I see. I believe. We're good. Yep. Good. Yeah, I mean, I don't like uh, Republicans any more than than apparently this guy doesn't. But so I don't. I don't <laughs> like baseball, did. but uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't think Republicans are even the problem. It's just. The Congress like, as a it's whole. It's the whole system, man. It's the whole no, system. I mean, the Congress as a whole is is and not. No it's names. not a good. It's not good, you know. But we are nameless, man. That's right. <laughs> Slash and burn. That's right. Oh man. Anyway, hopefully this is the end of that. Yeah. Should we move on to some stranger? Yep, there'll danger? be no more shootings ever again. Don't worry. Did I hope not. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So next up, uh, I only put one thing in here this week under uh, under Stranger Danger. The um, just thought it was interesting. It was uh, a malware. Yeah, it's a malware that targets um power power grids, power infrastructure. So they discovered a uh, this is over in Europe, in the Ukraine. There's a, uh, they discovered a, uh, the cause of a power outage was a, was this piece of malware, which is called Industroyer, or my favorite name, Crash Override. <laughs> Yo, I thought <clears throat> she was black, man. <laughs> exactly. So apparently the software does not exploit any kind of, flaw like a zero day flaw or anything like that it just relies on industrial communication protocols that are used in these kind of infrastructure systems like transportation control systems power supply infrastructure and just as other critical infrastructure systems hmm. so it says it can control electricity Electricity substation switches and circuit breakers, which were designed decades ago, allowing an attacker to simply turn it off. <laughs> yeah, that's like the definitely the weak point in all of our lives is the electricity subsystem. <laughs> oh, well, one thing I don't understand why is this why is this stuff online? Like, why is it connected to the internet? Uh, does it have like call home from a modem or something? What do these it's, just? I mean, like old, <clears throat> um, like uh, no, no. I mean, I'm sure they're whatever they've done. It's it's capable of being online, but I'm saying, why is it? You know, because this kind of shit can happen. You know, I don't think it's online the way you think it's online. See, this this is. Well, I know I can't go to. Pepco.com and log into my super user account and oh, off, you know, like no, I, I, <laughs> that's not going to work. I but. think the thing is these things are interconnected for control and they have, they have these old legacy systems and then they've had, they have some other system that sits in between. Let's say for instance, a Cisco router and they put the Cisco router. It's not a Cisco router, but I'm just, I'm just using it as an example. So they plug these ICS systems or SCADA systems into the Cisco router, and the Cisco router says, okay, now that people can at the at the call center or main center can access it. Well, the Cisco router is, you know, set up with the default admin password or whatever. And so, you know, there you go. 
I mean, that's that's the problem. You have all these old systems and people can access in all kinds of weird ways. Apparently, the thing in Texas was done over radio frequency. You know, like they were able to get at it through 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 RF, not through like any kind of conventional hacking. Hmm. Setting off all those alarms. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that. There's a guy at my job, and maybe I can get him on the show. He literally wrote the book on SCADA. Like he literally has a book with his name on it. And what is SCADA? It's I don't know what it stands for, but it's the same thing as ICS. It's like it's like these industrial systems like oil and gas and nuclear facilities and he worked at a water treatment plant. Nuclear Nuclear <coughs> nu- Nuclear <laughs> Coupon. Um <laughs> Yeah, so he worked at a water treatment facility before doing doing stuff with SCADA systems and he knows about all kinds of crazy SCADA shit and He's he's like really he knows all about this cybersecurity shit with Skata, but he used to tell me about this stuff and it's it's all the old systems it's all of them trying to connect the legacy systems into current new systems is the problem especially if you don't have people who know, don't know how to do it. Hmm. Well, all right. Can do these things pop up on Shodan? In some cases, some of them do, but not really. You have to know what you're looking for. I guess with awesome. anything on Shodan, you have to know what you're looking for, though, right? True. All right. Well, thank you, Mike, for that. Uh, move on to some game theory. I think James and I have a couple things to talk about. Uh, I will start with one of my favorite peripheral companies, Logitech. They make great stuff. They have made great stuff for a very long time. So in, I'd say in the last... Well, in the last 15 years, they've sort of uh, made some of the better wireless gaming peripherals, most notably mice. Well, that's what's most on my radar, because I do have an affinity for those. Um, So an issue with that has always been, well, wait a bit, but uh, that's gotten better in recent years. Um, But keeping them charged, they used to last for a couple of hours. Uh, Now... The, I have a Logitech G602, which is kind of more of a productivity mouse, but it has like a battery saving mode, and that'll go like 250 hours of continuous use before having to change the batteries. But um, with even their newer mice, I think the G703 and G903, a couple of remakes or sort of uh, updates on their two most recent wireless gaming mice, they have introduced a system to work with it called PowerPlay, which is a basically a wireless charging base uh, on top of which you can put a hard mouse mat or a soft mouse mat. Both of them come with the, um, with the system. So for $100, if you have one of these two or actually three newer wireless mice, um, you will never have to plug it into a cable to charge it ever again. It will charge the mouse as it's sitting on the mouse pad, which I think is pretty fantastic. Revolutionary. Thoughts, feeling? I mean, I don't, I don't think any of us actually use wireless mice regularly or to play games. Mike, you might use one at work or something, but probably not. Nope. No, no, you, you used to have a wireless mouse, didn't you? Way back when. Was it a Logitech? Of course. Was it the Logitech MX Revolution? I had one of those. 
That was a piece of crap. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, before that, I had another Logitech mouse that was the first wireless optical mouse. Uh-huh. It was kind of ergonomic. And would you have liked... That one was have, good. Would you have enjoyed to never have to change the batteries? Would that have been nice for you? Or never have to put it on a a, a mounting yeah, a that, dock or anything? Well, yeah, the MX Revolution had the dock. The other one, the earlier one, was just two double A's or two triple A's or whatever it was. Um, although that one, that one was pretty good. I mean, it lasted a long time. I mean, you know, relatively speaking, it was like two or three months or something. Okay, that's not bad. Chewing so, through that lithium. Oh no, alkaline. Come alkaline. Come on now. We should we should discuss battery technology. I'm going to make a note of that. Battery technology. Yeah, just uh, mark mark down turkey conspiracy. That is slated for a future episode. For those who don't know, it's been a serious point of contention for us over the last, it must be nearly 20 years. Yes. Turkey conspiracy. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. James, would you like to talk about uh, E3 a little bit? Um, yeah, no, this is just a video that I found uh, today, scrambling at the last minute to get ready for the show, as always. Um, Giving away our trade secrets? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's The video is called E3 in a Nutshell. It's just a 15-minute synopsis of all the cringy moments, the kind of stupidity of E3, and how this was kind of marketably been one of the worst E3s. Um it's the year they opened E3 to the public. It's not the public's fault. It's bad. It's just just the nature of that business. I think a lot of big companies have left E3 and don't go to it anymore. And it's kind of fallen off as a place to see all the new stuff. It's more, I mean, and, and this year it's kind of a, kind of a game, a gaming drought. A lot of big companies are just stayed away. And a lot of them are just saying, oh, there's version two of this and a remix of that. And 4K, um, you know, uh, Minecraft in 4K, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of stuff like that. So it, it's a funny video, you know. If you've kept up with even a little bit of the E3 news, it's funny, and uh, the way it's done is quite well. It's the memey kind of, you know, dickhead way that the internet does things now, and it's quite funny, quite entertaining. Since you mentioned a gaming drought, I will contradict you in one in one uh, small bit. So. At E3, there was some professional sort of demonstrations, show matches between a couple uh, American and European teams, along with the id Software developers of Quake Champions. And there was a couple days of coverage of that. I can try to find a, sort of a wrap-up video. Uh, I don't know if there is one, but I'll take a look. And this is all to sort of hype up the... Uh, the joining of id Software with Quake Champions and Esports League, uh, ESL, for an open tournament that is culminating at QuakeCon of this year, whose combined prize pool for team and uh, one-versus-one games is $1 million. So that's something exciting. You going to be at that? Uh, probably not, but I if if not, I will be watching. Intently. But that, doesn't, that doesn't equal bucks, my friend. No. 
Oh, I don't have any chance. Zero chance. How? How? Zero chance. How? How what? Haven't you been playing this game for like... I feel like, like you're one of seven people 20, who still play this game. Twenty? Uh, don't you like play this game like 20 hours a day for the last like 15 years or something? That's correct. That is accurate. <laughs> not so, that I go on Steam, I see your I mean, I know you're not 15 it. in Korean, but still. <laughs> Slightly different. Um, but this is the new game. This is Quake Champions, not Quake 3 or Quake Live. They're, you know, some skills most definitely transfer. But um, that I'm not at nearly the level to compete with anyone there. But this game hasn't even been released, has it? Yeah, well, it's in open beta right now, so you can sign up for it if you want and play today. Oh, since when yeah. is it in open beta? Uh... Three weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, sometime now. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yep. So, Mike, that. if you can spare the hard drive space, sign up for an account, download it, and never play it. I'm down. <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> you know I'm all about that. I do. That's why I said it. Yeah. I'm encouraging that behavior. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. So what's the uh, the next one in here, James? You put uh, twenty one sec, twenty one yeah, seconds so of horror. That is, uh, if I can find it here. Oh, um, is this the fidget spinners? No, no, no. Oh, this is. Uh, oh wait, no, I just clicked on the wrong video. Um, <clears throat> so Atari. Oh, oh, is yeah. coming out with a piece of hardware, and they show a picture of it here. It's only twenty one seconds long. Honestly, for an old school Atari fan, it looks exciting. But it also my brain's like this is a laptop. Like I feel like like you feel like <laughs> this is just a big ass laptop. Um and on, I'll be honest with you, like I wouldn't buy it, but I think a, a big ass Atari laptop for gaming with like hardwood and like chrome surfaces and like a really well-made case would be cool. I'm jumping to conclusions here. No one said it's a laptop. I just looking at it, something's like, something tells me it's a laptop, but rumor has it. It's a console, but they say based on PC technology. Um, so far I've seen two articles kind of saying, this is a horrible idea. Atari should go suck a dick. And they haven't made hardware in 20 years and they haven't been, uh, a, a gaming powerhouse in uh, thirty in like forty years. So, who cares about Atari? Don't listen to the haters. I, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we don't know what they're going to do yet, and I think that you know maybe they'll come and break up the maybe they'll come disrupt a little bit, and that's a good thing. You know, they they're their own company. They aren't owned by anybody anymore. You know, they were able to survive bankruptcy recently. So, or not recently, but la- in two thousand thirteen. So. Maybe they're going to come back and do something, you know, back to their heyday, and that's a good thing, I think. So I definitely wanted an Atari Jaguar when I was like thirteen. Who didn't? Yeah, who didn't? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think I don't actually get the impression that this is a laptop. I'm pretty sure. Well, to me, it looks like a console, like you know, something PlayStation Four sized. Yeah, and that would probably be the smarter move. Yeah, it would be because I think that market is much larger than PC gaming. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I definitely think it's some kind of console, but because that's imagine. that's what Atari does. I mean, but just imagine if they could make a console that could install PC games. Maybe it's both. What if it's like a much better version of the Nintendo Switch? 
It can be a console. It can be a PC. The Nintendo Switch. It's Nintendo cool. Switch is solely for Rastafarian cats. It's cool, but it doesn't. I mean, I don't like Nintendo. I don't like Nintendo games like that. I think there's some cool games out there, but besides, like, what's that game uh, where you fight everybody? Tekken. No. It's the game Streets of fight. Rage. No, you fight all the Nintendo characters. Street Fighter. Oh, Smash Brothers. Yeah, Smash Brothers. I feel like that's the best Nintendo game. Um, all those other games you just mentioned don't come out on Nintendos. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Then those are good games, but they don't come out on ten- Nintendo. As far as I'm concerned, Nintendo makes like three games, and Double they're Dragon. all Mario-based for like 12-year-old kids. You know? Well... There's a lot of nostalgia, so anywhere from 12 to 40 There is, now. but it wasn't that nostalgic for me that I'd be like, that I'm willing to buy consoles for the next 15 years of my life or whatever. Mike, I, I, just, I, I, don't, I know some guys are, and I, I'm, not no, I'm not knocking them. I just It's not for me, and I don't get it, you know? But I wouldn't mind a console like this. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, if I, imagine if there, someone came out with a fucking 3DO again, you know? Awesome. That'd be fucking sweet, dude. How would it be sweet? Five people know what it is. Three of them are here. (laughs) Okay, that's true. But still, you know, I mean, dude, when I was a kid, the 3DO was the legendary mythical console that people were like, man, I heard the games are $100 a game. And somebody would be like, I heard they were $200 a game. I'd be like, damn, son. I I thought that was Neo Geo. Neo Geo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neo, but 3DO, same, whatever. You know, obviously two different things, but it was the same same deal. Like those were both mythical consoles. You know, the Neo Geo even worse. People were like the Neo Geo, man. I heard this from out of the country. I heard that too. You know, I mean, like there's all these rumors around. It was like a mythical thing. I used you know? to love playing. Uh, there was like a, a an archery slash bubble game, and then a fighting game at the Jerry Subs and Pizza in Wheaton. That was that. Is now Alitos. The archery bubble game was that one of the games where you shoot the 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 arrows from the bottom? Yeah, yeah, I played that. I love I that game. That. I think I played and that's that like there with the old consoles where it's like a box on the floor and you sit in a chair and look down, and it's got like a glass tabletop. Oh yeah, I miss those. I miss those. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it would be a great replacement for that. You go sit at a table like that, and it's two VR headsets. Oh, we'll be there soon. Facing each other, and you put them on, and then you... you <laughs> They'll be like... Uh, uh, it'll be like Dave and Buster's. You go there, play play virtual games, eat virtual food. You walk out, you're like, hey, you want to go to Dave and Buster's so we can play some games and eat some food? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm actually pretty hungry. <laughs> um, that wasn't satisfying at all. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, so... Um, if you go to the Atari website, though, that's in the link, uh, and leave it open, this video will play again and again on a loop and ignore the f- annoy the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so take a look at it. I think it's pretty cool. I'll be watching this to see what happens and mentioning it later on, more and more on the show as we get closer to the deadline for this. All right. Thank you. Um, I don't oh, think- wait. I'm sorry. I was trying to find a video here, um, and I couldn't. I couldn't find it. Basically, it's a Star Trek, Star a Star Trek bridge crew fight. Did we talk about this? Um, I don't think so. It is 
one of the funniest things you'll ever see in your entire life. The two guys are sitting across from each other in the game, and the, the person in the center, there's four people sitting around a square table, and person on the left and person on the right are fighting with each other, and the guy directly across in the uppermost seat facing your character, he's like logged out or not paying attention or just like has like is like not doing anything. The guy who's sitting is looking from the left to the right to the left to the right, like following this conversation. And it's absolutely crazy. One guy is like this really he has a really like country accent and he's like He's like, this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and his girlfriend is in the background and she's like, tell that motherfucker to blah, blah, blah. And they're just going off. And it's like, and the guy, at one point, the guy has his hands, because in Bridge Crew, you have a lot of finger and hand control. So he has his hands up in the air and he's like waving his hands to the other guy. He's like, look at the hands, bro. Look at the hands. Look at these fucking hands, bro. And it's the funniest thing. So Reddit made this video called look at the hands <laughs> and it, that video is i was looking for it yesterday someone sent it to me uh i'm gonna see if i can find it really quickly but that is like the funniest thing you'll ever see and i'll put it in the link and i will rudely interrupt whoever's talking to show you guys so please continue with the show perfect um i don't think we have much to report for the uh, yum update since we were eating Chinese food and potato rolls over the last week. Um, That's true. And deviled egg potato salad. And <clears throat> deviled egg potato salad. I was noticing uh, before the show, Mike, as you were walking in and out of the room, not looking too bad. So I checked your uh, your spreadsheet shared with me. Pretty steady. That's good, at least. It's not uh, wildly fluctuating upwards. True. So, congratulations. Although, although I haven't weighed myself in the last, I don't know how long, probably a couple of weeks or something. But... Five days. Oh. Oh. There's one on there from June 12th. Oh, well, there you go. See? Huh. All right. So... I got my eye on you. <laughs> That's the idea. Yep. That's the idea. If I was a true a true sadist, I'd have it uh, tweeting it or something. Oh, God. Posting it on my Facebook account. It can do that? Well, you can or use you can if, make it this, if this, then that. Yeah. You know, you can set that up and then have it do whatever, you know. It's like macros, you know. Oh, so. boy. That's bad news. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> well, at least that's, if you want to get off of social media, that's one way to do it. That is true. Start posting all your results and then like, oh, fuck, I got to close these accounts. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, in the future, we'll be uh, more diligent in our own health and weight loss and updating all of our listeners about it. Right. There's a there's a, a new a new website coming soon. Yes. That uh, we'll talk about more when it's when it's uh, set up. But it's it's on the way. It's very exciting. It's on the way. Health, nutrition, food. MREs, fat. Oh, definitely MREs. It's all it's it's a diet based solely on MREs and and military rations. Yes, perhaps you've heard of C rations. That's that's a thing. So okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk. It's about like it. a bag full of salt water and fish guts. Ugh, <laughs> that's a that's a great way to lose weight. <laughs> that's good eating. 
right, yes. Uh, so we'll update that. Um, in the extra section, I just have one thing here, patent computers. Um, I was looking for a local computer shop around here because back in, in Maryland, there's Micro Center. Um, in Texas, there's Fry's. There's some pretty good stores around. I mean, Best Buy is everywhere, of course, but they don't have a ton of stuff. So I found this place, Patent Computers, and uh, I was really excited by their website. It just looked, it's not General Patent. Are you watching that video? I am not. No, James is laughing about something. Sorry. Um, yeah. Um, their I website see. pictures make it look like well, as well stocked as a Micro Center, or not really Micro Center, but maybe CompUSA. So I went there yesterday, and it's very much like a CompUSA. It's like outdated products for way overpriced uh, stickers. But they, I mean, they have everything you need if you want to be a PC enthusiast. There's just no reason to buy it there. Oh, so, okay. Like, it's like, um, so yeah, it's like CompUSA, sort of, or... What's that? Oh, a high-tech the- exchange? Yeah, oh my gosh. exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. So it Michael, was like a remember, larger version of that. Remember when we went to High Tech Exchange to buy a mouse for mm-hmm. when I had my own business and mm-hmm. the guy tried to charge us like fifteen dollars for a ball mouse? Yep. Or thirty some crazy price and we were like, Get the fuck out of here. It was like a PS two ball mouse. His name was Gary. Probably was. It was. Do you know how I know? Hey, how's that? Because after it's like we went to high school together. After high tech exchange closed or moved or he stopped working there, he started working at PC Retro. Uh, Are you serious? Uh huh. But he's not the owner of PC of not PC Retro, but he's not the owner of High Tech Exchange. Uh no, I thought he was for a long time, but I guess not. He was just there all the time. I think so. All right. So, anyways, patent computers—they have a like. A Radeon, you know, R9 Fury graphics card that normally is four hundred dollars. They have it there for like six ninety nine. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> they have a bunch of you know good Antec cases and and cool stuff and you know processors and motherboards, all way overpriced. But they do have like a bargain bin full of um, old like Pentium four, Pentium D. Core 2 Duo processors for like 10 bucks. I was almost tempted to buy one just to, you know, make a keychain or something. Yeah, Yeah. which I might. So they had ones. So the Core 2 Duos were $10. The Pentium 4s were $3. I should have bought one of the Pentium 4s. That's worth the gas money just to get back there. Um, So, anyways, I was wandering around into, you know, just scoping the place out, checking out the different corners of the store. And I find I walk into a section that has like, aspirin and band-aids and stuff i'm like where the fuck am i so it's a computer, <laughs> In the computer store. store yeah it's a computer store and a fully functioning pharmacy and i'm like okay that's pretty confusing so i walk over into the next corner i'm like interesting there's also a post office in here huh what this store is fucking weird so all the empo- all the employees. Is there also a gun range? <laughs> no. <laughs> like just, I didn't look at who was, who was bef- behind the pharmacy counter, but the guy behind the USPS, like official branded, all their equipment was there. It had 
is the United States Postal Service. He was wearing a patent computer shirt. So I was like, bro, what's up with this store? He's like, yeah, we get that a lot. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> and this is in Memphis? It's in Collierville, Tennessee, which is just outside of Memphis. How far is it from your home? Uh, 15-minute drive, maybe. Maybe oh, a little okay. bit less. Oh, okay. Not too far. So you're not going to be going there too often. No, not too often. But although maybe on occasion. Yeah, I mean, if I need something quickly, like a a uh, a serial cable, you know, if I need one today, I can go there and buy one. Or if you need some uh, some thermal paste, perhaps. Yeah, if I accidentally inject an entire tube on one processor. And find that to be inefficient and a mess, then yes, I can go pick up some replacement thermal paste. <laughs> oh, good time. You, you don't have an awesome track record with uh, computers, do you? Uh, you know, I, I don't do too bad. You know, like... I mean, the big stuff, you never broke the big stuff. That was he who shall not be named. Correct. But uh, I remember the first time you were building your dual CPU system, and we were all excited about it. You you were like, I don't know about afraid, but you didn't want to put on the heat sinks on the uh, the Pentium 3 chips because you had to use a screwdriver and, like, bend the piece of metal out and shove it down, which, in hindsight, is pretty fucked up that you had to do that because it took <laughs> quite a bit of pressure. It's like, all right, let me jam this screwdriver down, you know, half a centimeter away from my motherboard contacts. Yeah. Well, you know, it all it's nervous. Out. Well, here's the thing, right? If you've never done something, yeah, you know, you have no experience. If you have no experience, then you know. And it was not like it was super cheap, right? Like, let me wreck this three hundred dollar piece of equipment real quick. Exactly. So, I mean, like now, okay, yeah, now I have more experience. I still don't have a shit ton of experience because it's not like I'm building a computer every six months. I'm not. Step your game or, up. Or even every five years, you know, I'm not. So, you know, eh. Um, I mean, like you, you have more experience. You're building computers more often, I think, or at least you were. And you've also done other other tech work that was more, more you know, down in the guts kind of of uh-huh. computers, at least for a little while. You know, like, uh, didn't you work for Dell or something for a while? Uh, sort kind of. of, yeah, I did. I actually worked for Unisys, but we were replacing a bunch of Dell hardware, motherboards oh, okay. and whatnot, but yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, see, I got your whole shit right here. No. Yeah, it's got your <laughs> dossier. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly, your dossier. Exactly. I like that word. Me too. Me too. I don't like the English language and how it spells it. It's very confusing, but I like that well, word. It's a French word, so ah. that's why. But well, uh, I, I should have guessed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I'll just mention my, my one thing here in the uh, extra section. Uh, this is a so I think we all heard the story of the 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 youngin, like the you know twenty year old, twenty one year old, whatever it was, who is visiting in North Korea, and he. He tried to steal a propaganda poster or something. Right. 
And of course he got caught and he was, you know, tried and convicted and sentenced to 15 years or some, some, you know, some crazy number. And so he was released. He was released. So he was been in jail for about a year. He's been released now, but he's in a coma. What? Yeah. They're like, here's your guy. And he's in a coma. So they gave, they handed him over in a coma. Yes. Interesting. What does Dennis Rodman have to say about this? Dennis Rodman was not involved. It's like he, uh, he declined to comment. He did decline to comment, actually. Really? Yeah. They got a picture of him right here. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, supposedly he was, they asked to release him on humanitarian grounds or something. Uh-huh. And North Korea, you know, granted it. They acquiesced um, to the mm-hmm. request. But he's in a fucking coma. So. How, I wonder how long he's been in the coma. I I thought I read somewhere here. Yeah, it says here he's been in a coma since March of 2016. What? That's a Jesus. long ass time. So instead of putting him in like a prison camp, they just put him in a coma and left him in a hospital. So wait, he was he went in a coma, right? So they beat him into a coma right after they got him. Could be. I'm assuming it's it was medically induced, which is actually pretty impressive. I didn't think North Korea had that sort of technology, even What's though the they motivation? have a nuclear program. What's uh, the motivation to medically induce a coma in, in this guy, though? I have no idea. I think they I think, beat him into a coma, and they kept him all this time, and they're like, all right, man, they want him back. Let's just give him back. He's all fucked up. Anyway, if he dies over here, we'll be fucked. It's like, look, we didn't we didn't starve him to death. He is technically alive. I wonder they're sending a message. I wonder if he's actually dead and they uh they kidnapped someone else to take his place and they put that person in a coma. I'm just that's a very weird theory. Don't listen to me. <clears throat> yep. Um well, Mike is having some issues now, so he will join us next time. James, do you want to talk about your Star Trek bridge crew? I see you put a bunch of links down no, there. No, I got some links in there, but they're not a big deal. The first one is the actual fight itself. Very funny stuff. It's a pretty long video, though. You don't need to watch it all. It's just two drunk guys yelling at each other. Um, there are some very funny parts and very ridiculous parts. Uh, the second video is the actual music video that someone on Reddit made out of this the fight, which is like the guy, they dub in the guy saying, look at the hands, bro, you know, and, and a bunch of other scenes from Star Trek movies and TV shows into him talking over a, some kind of, some like, uh, I think it's a, uh, a song from Nicki Minaj, um, <laughs> but it's very funny, actually, and it's really well done. And the last one is just a hilarious 33-second clip totally unrelated it's the famous clip that came out really early on in the early days it's like and it's titled um star trek bridge bridge crew player 
discovers women and it's probably one of the most hilarious things every time i see it i laugh and it's just so funny so definitely worth checking out. It's 33 seconds long. Do yourself a favor. It's the last one. SB, STBC3 in the show notes. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, and with that, I think we're going to wrap this episode up. As always, you can send us feedback, uh, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Check us out at our website, https, iopanelpodcast.com. On there, you'll find our various social media presences for you to like, share, subscribe, whatnot. Um, We hope you enjoy the show, and thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week.
So, James, you know this light? Yeah. It's magnetic. Yeah, I know. We've, we've been over this. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we've been over this exact conversation. We had the exact conversation before where you were like, I didn't even know it was magnetic. I was like, yeah, it is. And you're like, I didn't even know. And now here we are again with you saying the same thing to me. Well, there we go. That's what happens. That's what happens when I don't eat my Wheaties. <laughs>